All right, that should do. Set. Slate ran. We're rolling. We're here in the garage. Well, if you're listening to us after you listen to our first episode, we're good. We brought baseball back. We did. We sat I, here. We were very pessimistic. And spoke for like an hour last. Uh, well, I don't know what Rich prayed not. to in the church, but. Uh, well, whatever it was, it worked. You got it done. Wasn't uh, We spoke about what we would do if baseball didn't come back. And sure enough, two days later it was back after our last show. Lucky for everyone's ears, I didn't have to pick up the saxophone. Yeah, that could have been rough. That could have been rough for everybody. Involved. We still haven't picked up golf clubs, but we're going to do that. Yeah, that's regardless. that's a goal. That's but see, that's something that like baseball or not, like I want to do that. Yeah, you know, that's like regardless. Yeah. So, like we were just talking about next weekend being nice out to either kayak, but we could also potentially. Yeah, I mean, I'm Jones in a kayak though. Like, I really want to kayak. Yeah. I mean, golf. Yeah, I definitely want to get going on that, but I I definitely want to. Waters may still be a little kayak. cold next week for. You think so? I think, I think next Saturday is going to be like 61, if I checked correctly. I mean, the water could still be 50 degrees, though. It doesn't it's, matter, yeah. yeah. So basically, what you're really saying is May. Uh, not like mid-April we can. Or if we go a little further east, the rivers are still safe, probably, because you don't get as, you know, it's not as dangerous in case of a submersion. Is that a real thing? Yeah. What, like submersion's more popular or like a bigger thing and well the, like those rivers are like a foot of water two feet of water not where so we you, were no 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 like the out the east hudson? like the nissaquag and oh yeah well, i was talking about like where we were going last time like the hudson no like there's much shallower waters that warm up quicker and also if you do fall in the water you just stand up you don't have, like swimming around and yeah flip it back that's over. true at least you're not yeah right that's fair. But if you fall in the water now, you're going to get hypothermia pretty quickly at 50 degrees. Yes. Yeah. Not, not, not like super quick, but within but it's not ideal. within 30 minutes. Yeah, it's not ideal. But anyway, we brought baseball back. We did. We spoke about it. We said... April 15th? I think I gave you an over-under of like 130, if I remember correctly. And, and we're going to have the full 162 and it's gonna, games. Yeah, and it's going to end up being a full season only delayed by a week or like eight days. I think opening day was originally the 31st. Now it's April 7th. So we literally didn't miss a game, and one week later, which probably works out, right? Because the weather's a little bit warmer. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Give it, it'll, give it it'll another give week. Us a few more uh, double headers, which yeah, I, I enjoy some double headers. Yeah, but it's great. And you know, this is the second time. Like when we did the Garage Party podcast, I don't know what you want to call it, season one. Uh, baseball was obviously gone, but for a completely different reason for COVID. And then we started doing the show. And we brought it back. We, we revived it. We revived it. We ended up doing a live stream. And we live streamed opening day. And Cespedes hit a home run. It was a lot of fun. Well, I think it was our first live stream we ever did. And um, now here we are again, bringing the Garage Party podcast back. Baseball's gone for a different reason. This time a lockout. One show. We bring it back. So what we're saying here is we are magic. We have the magic we're touch. We're baseball magic. We have the magic touch. I think it's just that we live nine minutes from City Field. Maybe that's what it is. Could be. They pick Very up well our energy. They, they felt it. Max Scherzer felt it. He wanted to get it done. We're their, we're their greatest advocate. Speaking of which, I was just watching Max Scherzer before I came over to our uh, studio here. Looks good. Looks good in Met Blue, Billy. Knock on wood. But Jacob deGrom looks very good as well. And they also lifted all the mandates, so our, they did. All uh, of our, our concerns there are also addressed. Yeah, it's hard to say like what it would have what like what would have happened because we don't know who wasn't vaxxed. right? Like we don't know which of the players 
didn't get the vaccine. We, I think we could say for sure that Nimmo didn't. And I think J.D. Davis are the two confirmed ones. We know on a on a list of they had put out a list of like percentages of the teams of Major League Baseball and the Mets were last on the list in form, yeah. in a, as much as had the vaccination. I, I think, think they, they were, were so that includes staff, I think, as well. But. Right. So last year when COVID was still kind of, you know, <clears throat> prevalent across you know the world and in Major League Baseball, the way that they would relax some of the mandates and some of the uh I don't want to say quarantining because the players didn't have to quarantine. But the way that they would relax it is if your team hit an 85% vaccination rate. And like you just said, the Mets, I think, came in last. I think that they were around 54%. Mm -hmm. And that included coaches, staff, maybe even front office. I I bet you old Buck is vaxxed and boosted. He is. He said he was. (laughs) He said that uh, his quote was, if there's a fourth booster, they could stick it where they want. (laughs) Not in like a derogatory, like stick this where the sun don't shine, but like just stick it anywhere you want in me and jab me. Really get it in me. So he is one of the ones that is vaxxed and boosted. But we don't have to worry about it. Mandates lifted. COVID seems to be kind of a thing of the past, almost a little bit. You know, it, Got it on my calendar, I'm of excited, of course. April 15th. Nothing not to be excited about. But I'll tell you what I'm excited about. 19 days about. away. I'll tell you what I'm excited about. After our last show, maybe like even a day or something after our last show, Billy texted me and said, we got to do a show. I have a big surprise for you. It's going to be great. You're going to love it. It's wild. It's it's like really, really good. See, now, as you're talking it up, I'm getting nervous. I don't know if it's ready. <clears throat> you don't know if it's ready. You've had like three weeks. I don't know if it's ready. Our last show was like, like three weeks ago. No, I know you're going to love it. All right. I'll just let you take the floor. You see that highlighted blue pad right there? Sure do. Go ahead. Any, any button I like? No, 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 no. The highlighted one. You see that one that's the darker? The one that's darker blue. Okay. Give that a go. Whenever I'm ready. Be upset about the Monday stress or relax and get with our crew. We can hang out, sit and talk about sports, TV and movies too. So don't be upset about the Monday stress. Come relax and get with our crew. Just two friends and some cold brew drinks catching up. Babe, you should come through to the Garage Party Podcast. What? The Garage Party Podcast. The Garage Party Podcast. The Garage Party Podcast. I mean, I'm at a loss for words. I knew you would be. I'm, a, I'm completely at a loss for words. <laughs> do you want to do it again? It's a 10. I, damn right, I want to do it again. You're lucky I don't want to do it 10 more times. You could be upset about the Monday stress or relax and get with our crew. We can hang out, sit and talk about sports, TV and movies too. Yeah. So don't be Close. upset about the Monday stress. Come relax and get with our crew. Just two friends and some cold brew drinks catching up, babe. You should come through to the Garage Party Podcast. Damn. The Garage Party Podcast. This is a game changer, really. The Garage Party Podcast. The Garage Party Podcast. Can you see why I was jonesing? I, can I see? I don't know how you sat on this for three weeks. <laughs> All right, so I have so many questions. Let's just start with the easy one, which is how. Fiverr.com. Never heard of it. It's just like a website where you can have people like do little jobs for you, like business cards or something for you, web design. Well, this music, is a much different job than intros. a business card. This is a little. Uh... So how does this work? You, did it's you literally a... just tell them like what we are and what we do? And somebody on there wrote this up and recorded it. Mm-hmm. Damn. You write them a little 
So who bio? All right. So who's the guy? We got to give him a shout out because he did an excellent job. Let me get his exact name. Definitely get He's it. He's from. We got to tag him. Get him his proper his proper credit because that is excellent. And he wrote it. He like did everything. Would you just give him a couple bulletin points? Like we talk about sports. Yeah, I wrote we him a little bio like about us, and I sent him some links to our our shows if he needed a little more uh, a little bit more creativity. His name's Kobe. Okay. Last name. Does he have like a handle or like a Kobe Ophi? Okay. He's from uh, I think he's from Africa or Haiti or something like that. Let me look. Like it up. that's where he lives. Ghana. Yeah, he's from Ghana. Damn, Kobe Ophi, but with from very, Ghana with a, with a quick bio, he pulled that out of it, and I was blown away. Well, I mean, look at his reviews. His reviews are excellent. I mean, he's got a four point nine overall rating on whatever this website is. Like I said, I've never heard it, it almost looks like a I don't even know what to, almost like an Uber, but for trying to get stuff. Like reviews wise. Oh yeah, you can get anything done on there. You can, you can have someone edit a video for you. You can have them you know, make flyers, you can have them optimize your social media. It's just like a, it's a platform for freelancers. I mean, that is excellent. Excellent work. Well, we have an intro By Kobe Ophi. And I think... Uh, if I can find his Instagram, I'll, I'll we'll give him a, a shout out. You know what? <laughs> I love the beat. Uh, the beat is great. With him? The garage, too, opening up. We can hang out, sit and talk about sports, TV and movies too. Yeah. So don't be upset about the Monday stress. Come relax hey, and hey. get with our crew. Just two friends and some cold brew drinks catching up. Babe, you should come through to the Garage Party Podcast. The Garage Party Podcast. The Garage Party Podcast. The Garage Party Podcast. That's just excellent. From the garage opening, we're gonna start to the garage. It's ten out of ten. It's ten out of ten. I I don't even know how. There's just it's flawless. (laughs) I'm speechless. It's flawless. See, and my original plan. I don't know how you sat on that for as long as you did. I was gonna hire a few people. I was gonna hire like three or four, and then pick the best one. And he was the first one. He sends it to me. That was it. Search was over. Search was over. That was it. Yeah. Once you heard that, there's really no the, the reason. The search continues. No, not in this case. No, not in this case. Not in this case. I have a better chance finding that gorilla that escaped from the zoo and punched Bobby Boucher in the eye. The, the, the search continues, Mom. The search continues. But no, that is excellent by Kobe Ophi. That is unbelievable. I, love it. I mean, the gor- did you even give him like the sound effects? Because like no. I feel like we've been looking for those sound effects for a little while, right? Like we wanted to. I, I no, I had mentioned if he could. It's like we literally record in a garage, and if he could find uh, a garage opening and start it with that, and then he actually started with that and ended with that. So I liked it. It was great. I almost kind of want like another verse. I mean, I can hit him up. He's just he, like it, you know, like it's just a. He did give me a a little bumper too. We can use. We could throw in there just like, for a little. Uh, it's so good that like it leaves me wanting more. Like I want like another verse. Like I feel like that. Oh, you want like a full track, like a full song? No, I want like a track. I want like a single. I want like a hit single. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Maybe we got listen, an album he, coming. That is excellent. It leaves me wanting more. Let's see. The Garage um, Party Podcast featuring Kobe Ophi. From, all the have, way from Ghana. I do have like a little seven second one, I think, too. A long way from Bayside, Queens is Ghana. 
but he captured the essence of this garage perfectly. Honestly, he did it in like, I sent it to him like 11 o'clock at night, woke up to an email at like 5 a.m., then he had it done. It was done, just yeah. like that. Yeah. Now, Ghana time, that might have been like mid-afternoon. So that it could have been, That yeah. might have been like his, uh, his prime time working hours. I don't have the stinger on here, but I'll send it to you later. Actually, is that it? Man. That's just unbelievable. Unbelievable by Kobe. Yeah, this is it. Just a little, little yeah, a little stinger. Throw that on the end of some. Uh, throw that on the end of some. When we start doing some ads. Clips. Yeah. All right, that's just excellent. Excellent. There's nothing more that could possibly be said. Ten out of ten. I love it. He killed it. You killed it by being able to find him. He killed it on the track. It was hard to keep that a secret. The beat is unbelievable. As soon as I received it, I, I just, you just said the search. I wanted to it. send it's it not, to you right away, but yeah, you had to hold. This off. was a this is better. This is yeah, better this way. yeah. I I agree. I like had you sent it to me, I still would have been just as blown as away as I am. But I wouldn't have but seen your having, reaction. Having the on air reaction of it, it is. Definitely, I also wouldn't have seen your your face as it came up. Yeah. Well, when I first so. My first thought when you told me to press the blue button was like, oh, this is this is going to be great. Like he's got some like movie quotes in here or something. So I press it and then I heard like this cool like garage door opening sound and then like this really sick beat. And I was like, wow, this this actually kind of fits. Did you think for a second I was going to be rapping? I didn't know. No, I'll tell you what I knew. I definitely knew it wasn't you. But my first thought was that it was, was going to be a, my saxophone demo. <laughs> <laughs> just your sax solo on the blue button. Uh, no, my first thought honestly was that like it was just a song you found that happened to like capture some of capture our... some of our essence. But then like as he's going into it, I'm like, no, like, like yeah, we talk about movies and and stuff like that. And I'm like, this. And then there's like a garage door. I was like, wow, this is actually like this flows really nicely. And then he get into the garage party podcast, the hook, if you will. And I was like, yeah, the chorus is great. I was like, damn, you can hear his accent a little bit too on it. Podcast. 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 But I feel like that's nice. It yeah. gives it like a nice little uh, like Makes flavor us, to it. We're you know? cultured. We're very cultured we're over cultured, here. Cultured, yeah. I, th- I feel like now we have to be the Garage Party Podcast featuring Kobe Ofi. We'll, we'll see about that. I mean, every episode he's going to be there. Played <laughs> well, multiple so. times. So, I mean, that, that is excellent. I'll see if he has a IG or anything that... Yeah, something we could shout him out with. Yeah. You know, just because that's like... That's a game changer for us. An intro... We never really had an intro. We just kind of flip on the mics and nope. I mean, usually you tell like, you know, a joke and that's our intro. Yeah. But this is so much better. Not that there's anything wrong with your jokes, but this is, come on, this is better. See, I didn't come with a joke today, but I came with some heat from Kobe. Yeah. No, you didn't need a joke today. What you brought was, was more than enough. That's a absolute, just, you know, steal a line from the kids today, a fire track. Yo, shit slaps, bro. It slaps. It's a banger. It's a bop. It's a bop. Excellent. Right? I actually like saying bop. I use that one. I like bop. I like banger and bop. <laughs> <laughs> Those are fun words to say. It's a bop. It's heat. It's a heat. It's bringing the fire. That, that track brings the brings the fire. She's dank. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was, that was just excellent. Excellent. Yeah. We have an intro. The search is over. It was a short search. What are we? Very short search. Two years into the show and we finally have a... Two years and like five episodes. Sure. And finally got one. <laughs> All thanks to Kobe Ophi.
And shout out the website again. What is the website? Again? It's on Fiverr. It's a pretty popular uh, platform for freelancers. I wonder what else we can get done on there. We'll talk about. What else it. do we need? I'll, we'll talk about it. We'll I got talk plans. About it. Okay. All right. I like it. I you like know, it. Tricks up these uh, metaphorical and physical sleeves. You actually have sleeves on too, so. Yeah. Yeah. Metaphorical and physical. Well, there's nothing up this sleeve. It's it's warmer in here this time, right? Or I came a little more prepared. I wore layers a long sleeve under the sweatshirt. Last time it, I just had a sweatshirt on. I'll say this. The last time we were in here, yes, it is warmer today, but I got progressively colder as the show went on. Correct. So that may happen again. I don't know. I'm wearing, like, two shirts. I'm wearing a sweater, and I'm wearing, like, a T-shirt underneath it. So I'm hoping it's enough. Who knows? Yeah. North, only, face, only, never, only uh, North face never messaged us. Honeywell. Yeah, didn't the, message us. The space heater company. You know. I think they're more fan-based anyway. <laughs> they probably do more business with their fans. If yeah. I, if I had to guess. They're only fans. They're only fans. That's all they do. Only fans and space heaters. That's a good name for a for a company. Only fans and space heaters. Like if you only, only sell, fans? like, if, let's just say you sell and fans. And they literally only sell fans? Right. Only fans. Okay. Probably get a lot of very confused, disappointed customers going in there. Well... <laughs> Your online traffic is through the roof. Through the roof. You'd have to come up with a different name, though, because that domain is pretty much spoken for. If you're just really good at, like, the Google SEO and it comes up first, <laughs> you can get a lot of horny people looking, <laughs> looking, <laughs> looking horny, for fans. Horny, hot, horny people who just want a fan to cool down. Yeah. Yeah. It goes hand in hand. Sure. It doesn't go hand in hand. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> get horny. You want a, you want a fan around? Cool you down. I mean, I'm still my my brain is just my mind is a, in a pretzel You're over right. that intro. I, I I came in and I felt like I was mentally sharp and ready for the show, and now my my brain is just mush, mush. So Kobe, I, I Kobe quite literally melted my brain. Was, uh, the new intro is to our detriment almost almost it, it's thrown us into like a tailspin now i don't know what to talk about other than this damn intro well you got some plans today what, you, what are you doing today uh today i'm going out to a brewery in i want to say it's central islip Secatog. i have heard of it i don't know where it is very good nice place we're going there uh to watch the usa versus panama um soccer world cup qualifier yeah that's men's sure is they missed the last World Cup. Are the women still in, or are they doing? Well, it? the women is like that's a, a different, different time year. Of year. Yeah, it's like uh, the men's is next year in Qatar. Oh, so even they win this, they don't play in the thing until next year. Like the World Cup isn't until next year. Okay. Yeah, this is to get into the World Cup, which they missed last year. Okay. It's a series of games. They've racked. You have to be in the top three. How come the qualifiers so far from the, the cup? Because they like to, because there's like regular season stuff, like for the English Premier League and Germany and mm. France and, you know, all these different countries have their different leagues. Um, so you have to like get it out of the way when you can because to set it up for when the actual World Cup is, which is, I believe, next summer or like like May and then it goes until maybe like mid-June. And that's like the Olympics every two years? Four. Every so four. That, yeah, it's a little bit different. But the Olympics is every four also. Well, the summer would be every four. Well, four, yeah. Yeah, there's a you know there is summer an Olympics winter. every two years, but the summer Olympics are every four, winter every four. But yeah, it should be good. I'm looking forward to it. I always love a good brewery. 
you know, breweries are always some are always solid. A couple of bees. Hopefully the U.S. wins. If they don't, they still got a chance. But I'd like to see them. Uh, Is Panama the usually usually not, a power? They're voice? okay. They're not great. They the United States. The game is in the United States, taking place in Orlando, so home field advantage for Team USA, which is wild. Like these United States soccer fans turn out like you wouldn't believe. They're loud. They're crazy. Soccer games are very very cool environments. There's I've few, never been to one. But City Field. Yeah. I, well, um, I got that email the other day. Yeah, NYCFC. They play their NY, home games now. NYFC or NYCFC. NYCFC. Ooh, New York City things. Football Club. NYCFC. They actually won the whole thing last year. They won the championship, the MLS championship. So they usually play their home games at Yankee Stadium. But this year, I think Uncle Stevie wanted to get a couple, uh, you know, soccer fans in the building. It's a good amount of games, too. I think it might be like... Yeah, they're playing like five or six uh, home games over there. Yeah. Yeah. As long as it doesn't mess with the field. You know, I don't need like Starling Marte stepping in like a, (laughs) a soccer divot in the outfield and Spraining his ankle when he's out six weeks. Especially, I think they're like around September time. So, like, that's uh, yeah, right. Hopefully, like prime time. Hopefully, prime time. Well, well, the season's ongoing right now. Like the NYCFC plays like right now. So, uh, but the thing I've learned, and I've not, I don't want to say recently, but I would say over like the last year, I've become a very, very big soccer guy. I watch it every Saturday. It's one of my favorite sports now to watch. I enjoy watching it more than most other sports. Um, but the one thing I've learned about soccer is that it never ends. There is a season all year long. There's always soccer on. It does not matter when. Yeah, there's, a, there's a lot of different leagues. Yeah. Oh, the first one's in April, April 24th. The first one at City Field. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have two in May, one in September, one in October. So NYCFC is like the the way that it works is like the MLS, which is the American Soccer Division or the American Soccer League, I should say are basically the teams are derived from bigger clubs in Europe. So NYCFC is basically like, I don't want to say a minor league team, but like a subdivision team of Manchester City, which is one of obviously the premier teams in England. Gotcha. And then the, the Red Bulls, who play over in Jersey, they're from the... MLS. R- yeah, they're in the MLS also, but they come from the RB Salzburg team in Germany. It's like their subdivision team, you know? Just a little fun uh, soccer factoid for you. All right. Now we lost all our listeners that came in Kobe. <laughs> you want to go? April 26th? Yeah, I might. I've never been no, to a soccer Lauren's a big uh, soccer fan, so. Yeah, I've never been to a soccer. She uh, would prefer the women's, obviously, but. Sure. Can't win them all, though. I think the soccer women's team, uh, they just did something, like, last year, didn't they? I feel like they won. Did they win the World It may have Cup? even been pretty recently almost like october November-ish. yeah i feel like they just did something they did something yeah. yeah they're very good i mean the women are like night and day compared to the men the men are getting better i'll say that the men the men's national team actually has a couple guys now that are actually solid solid players but the women man they just do you think that's really a level good. of competition thing like the men have just so, so much more competition around the world or is it like the women are just our, our women are just um good? i think that it's a basically that the United States, into, like if you look at Europe as a whole, right, you look at England, Germany, Spain, Portugal, all those like soccer hotbeds, it's all they have. All they have is soccer. So when you're a kid growing up in, in Europe, you're playing soccer. When you're a kid growing up in the United States, you could play baseball, you could play football, you could play basketball, you, God, you could play hockey. You know, I mean, like there's so many different options. And of course, you could play soccer. 
but there's just so many kids playing so many different sports. Nobody's really fully committing themselves to soccer. So the pipeline coming up to the men's national team is a little bit weaker than it would be in, say, Europe. Or but why does that make South our America? women's team better than? Well, I think women don't have as many sports options here, right? Unfortunately, they don't have the major league baseball. They don't have like a major league that they can On the strive pro level, to. Yeah, I guess yeah. You're right. Like there's no pro levels. In fact, most women, when they're really good at sports, they go to play overseas. They go to play in Europe. You know, like if you're a really good, I mean, WNBA is really it. But if you're like a big time like baseball, like softball star, you play in college, and that's really it. Then you kind of top out. Maybe you make the Olympic team. Is I don't even know if women's softball is in the Olympics anymore. I don't think it is. I think it is. I think they just brought it back these these past Olympics. But anyway, they may have changed the rules like they did with like boxing and stuff like that too. They made it so you, you can't be a professional competing in the Olympics anymore. Yeah. But I mean women's sports are just not there's no professional leagues for them to strive towards. So I think if you're a, you know, a girl growing up playing soccer, you know, the goal is right there. You want to make the women's national team. And they obviously get a lot more press and credibility and you know, airtime than you know, the best softball players outside of Jenny Finch. And was the last time you heard about a great women's softball player? I have it. Yeah, it's Jenny Finch. That was it. Every once in a while, their highlights will come up on ESPN. Yeah. But those are like college World Series highlights. Yeah. So, like, when you're done, when you graduate, now you're 22 years old, that's it. You go play overseas, maybe. So, it's a little bit easier for the women to focus on soccer in this country than it is for the men because there's just so many things for – kids growing up to or boy kids growing up to focus on sports wise which I, th- which I think is like like if, when you have a kid are you going to push him towards a certain sport or are you just going to let him kind of do his thing like you want to play baseball great you want to play basketball awesome I'll let him try a few things just let him do what he wants what if he comes to you and he says i really want to go badminton yeah okay give it a go give it a shot right yeah i agree badminton's an olympic sport talk about a dry pipe it's not really exciting but he also won't have to get like I bet it would be if his son playing was football. In it. Yeah, of course. You know, or that I want to be a kickboxer. All right, go no, ahead, go that, take this no, shin to your be, head. That'd be pretty cool though. Like if you, you know, like yeah. you got a kid who wants to do like MMA. But stuff, badminton yeah. is extremely safe compared to most other sports. So I, don't know. I feel like they, they can swing those rackets pretty hard. Don't you think? Badminton's the one with like the the birdie. Did I have that right? Yeah, it's like a. It's like volleyball, but with a little... You got a little racket. Yeah. I don't think they swing it very hard at all. Would you say it's more like volleyball, or would you say it's more like tennis? Uh, Well, tennis has a low net. Badminton has, like, a volleyball-like net. It's, like, high up. But they have rackets, which is more like tennis. Correct, but... So really the only comp to volleyball is the size of the net. Well, I think with the birdie, you do, like, you can pass it to your teammate. Like, you can, like... Can you go laterally? Like, can you go... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think you could pop it up. Like, you could receive the serve, and then your teammate return it. Interesting. Just like volleyball. I think so. Well, you'll find out when your son plays badminton. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, you'll If go. I have a homosexual son. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, badminton could be cool, man. You get a kid who plays badminton. If he's good at it, And yeah, he's, like, the badminton that's a, kid. That's a flex in a little bit. Sure. Especially if he goes to, like, the Olympics. Like, you think about it. It's a big country, right? We got, what, 300 million people living here? But if like, your kid's, like, a badminton protege? I'm just thinking, like, how how do you even get your kid to, like, say that was my plan for him to be an Olympic badminton player. It's a weird plan, but. Because, like, I just watched sure. that Will Smith movie with the. Uh, the Venus and Serena. Yeah, King Richard. Yeah. And uh, 
that was like his plan from like basically from their birth. He molded them to be tennis amazing stars. tennis players. Mm-hmm. If I were doing the same, well, that was <laughs> my question to you. I said, "Is there a- where do we go? What do we do? How do we do that? Is there even a formula?" I mean, you would have to know a lot about it, which you clearly don't. So you would have to like you know really brush up, and probably you probably should have played it yourself. Maybe, yeah. You know, I mean, it's like, what better? I mean, I haven't seen the movie yet, but did he play tennis? No. Interesting. Him, him and his wife were both very good athletes. I think she was like a track star at like some college, and he was also like a really good athlete, but neither of them were. Uh, tennis players. Yeah. Professional tennis players. We'll professional, say. yeah. I don't think they were professional. Maybe, I think she was a track star, His her, their mother. All right, so you don't have to have played badminton before, but you should probably know a decent amount about it if you're going to teach a kid and groom him. Get to become a this protege. Badminton for Dummies book? Sure. I think Probably that'll like do. six pages long. But yeah. Do you think there's even like a famous badminton player that I can like? Absolutely. It's got to be, right? World champion. I'm sure there's like a gold medalist, whoever the gold medalist like is. Like a Michael Jordan of badminton. It's probably a team. I think badminton's a team sport, right? It's not one on one. I think it's both. Can you do one on one badminton? Badminton, right? Like mint. I mean, just look up who won the gold medal in the Olympics for badminton. And it'll tell you if it was like team, I want the best team of all Denmark time. or if it was like. Okay. All right. So right off the bat, the first 20 names are all Chinese or Russian. Okay. And those are the best. Is that what you Google? Do you Google the best badminton player? Yes. Okay. Best badminton players. I don't even know if I spelt it right. So we're off to a great start. I want to say B-A-D-M-I-N-T-O-N. Oh, see, I said. Band, B-A-N-D-M-I-N-T-O-N. It's bad, B-A-T, B-A-D-M-I-N-T-O-N. That's what I literally one, just said. One word, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's not bad, Minton. I thought it was band, <laughs> Minton, because there was like... No, there's uh, definitely no no N in the bad. It's just bad. It is just bad. It's just bad. <laughs> bad, Minton. So, God only knows. The- A lot of China, Denmark, South Korea, Japan... Indonesia, Malaysia. See, you won't see United States in there. Nope. But you could. My boy could be the first. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You see? It's got a plan. You could. It's got a plan. Could well, completely, I'm going to make a plan at least. Could completely change the complexion and the overall view. Yeah, see, there's of mixed here. doubles and then there's singles. That's like tennis. Yes, but to see, like, the game itself, I feel like plays more like, like volleyball. I don't know. I. Uh, I mean, swinging a racket to get something over a net to me—that's that's tennis. But I guess you know. I mean, the size. Maybe of the I'll net, hire sure. King Richard. I'll move him in, and we'll. Uh, he's probably a little bit past his prime now, right? I mean, he's got to be. He up might be there. dead, honestly. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't think he is, because I think he—I think he saw the movie with Will Smith. Unless maybe that was Venus and Serena saying that he would have loved it, had he lived to see it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really not sure. Richard Williams. Should be a very simple Google search. Well, everything, the first things that come up are about the movie. About the movie, right? Still very alive. He's 80 80 years old. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be teaching you anything about tennis or badminton anytime soon. Probably just retiring, living in like a palace in Palm Beach, living off that tennis money. Let's see if it has anything about his uh, what sport he played. 
Because in the movie, he just says he's an athlete. Doesn't know. Should we like contact like a local college and see if they have a badminton team and see if we can get like one of their star players on the show to tell us about badminton? Sure. You think, you think the audience would like that? Think yeah, they would I think like like if we did like an hour and a half sit down interview with the college with the you know, Saint fi- Francis Prep. Five minutes just team. to answer some of our questions. Could be a phoner. He doesn't have to come into the garage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Freeze his ass off in here, but he call can. call him in. We could do phoners on this thing, can't we? Yeah. Sure. We can do everything now. Do it all. As, you, as you've seen, we got intros, we got get Zoom, calls. get their picture up next to ours. Picture I wonder if it would be possible for us to do a live show where people could call in, you know, almost like live sports talk radio. Think that would ever be possible? Very possible. You have to have a phone, wouldn't you? Yeah. We got phones. You can connect a cell phone to this thing? Uh-huh. Interesting. I'm not going to try it now, but. You could also feed them in from Zoom. <clears throat> yeah, I'm just trying to think about what like audio would sound better. Probably the phone. Zoom can get a little cracky, especially here in a garage. The Wi-Fi is not exactly. I think it's uh, pretty comparable the two. Because mm-hmm. even on talk like talk show radio and like uh, all those sports talk, there's always like a. I don't know. You could tell which which one which callers are on the on the phone and which ones are obviously on the broadcast mics. You know, just as a little sidebar, when I walked into the garage again today. To record the show, I'm just consistently blown away by how nice of a studio you've you've done creating this thing. Like this is just this is like real like this quality is a, lighting. This is a goddamn got, studio. You know, it's a little echoey. And I don't want to like go too long on it because like we spoke about it in our return episode and we in episode one, but like you killed it. Well, despite the fact that there's kayaks, there's tools, there's punching bags, there's yeah, bikes, there's that. barbecues. Mm-hmm. We we made a space that we don't have to like. Right, so the people who are watching us, they can't see those things, so they don't understand the challenge. They might just think we're in a big empty garage. We're not. There's we can, tons can, of stuff uh, in here. We'll show them another day. Yeah, there's like like we could take them on a little bit tour, but there's paint. Like just just at the in eyesight <laughs> of me right now, I see paint, some cleaning utensils, some bowls and plates to which we've used Jumper for barbecues, cables. two kayaks, a big table that Billy built, and a boxing bag. All within four feet of me. Exercise bike. Right. And, and yet still, we look flawless on camera in this studio. Well, you do. Well, you, you know. look great today. Listen. You know, you got the slick back hair. You're ready for the. Brewery. I went to church today. I had to, oh, yeah. you know, I had to dress it up a little. You know, you can't show up in church. You know, I wanted to show up wearing like my my med hat. You know, try to bring him a little bit of. Luck. You had to uh, thank Jesus for bringing baseball back. Uh, well, yeah, of course. When I went the first time to church, don't think I didn't pray for it. Might have only been in my head, but it was said after you know all of like the important stuff but like listen baseball baseball is pretty goddamn important i don't want to say see i'm, I'm cursing the damn with the truth baseball's well, pretty important to me you, you, know, you, go, you can go next week and apologize i'll have to, to apologize for, for that one now each yep. all week long i just gotta make a list of make things i gotta tally. apologize for yeah it's like a little checkbook that i gotta keep a keep a tally on but he did he helped me out helped us out he helped the world out he brought baseball back say 10 our fathers and you're good i gotta be honest with you when i went to after our last show i went to church i haven't been to church probably eight years before that i went did what i gotta do said a couple prayers asked for baseball to return (laughs) and three days later billy it was back he answered you go there for answers and we came out with one so say what you want about it it worked Right. And, and church is not, you know, your just personal wish list. You're not just supposed to go there and say, hey, I want it's this, not? I want this, I want this. Not supposed to do that. 
But in this case, it worked out pretty well. <laughs> April 15th, we'll be sitting there. City Field. Section 418. All thanks to higher power. You can thank me anytime. And I'm so the baseball world can thank me anytime they like. I can't wait. You going to pray for a Mets pennant next? Listen, we'll save that prayer for October. Might be too late. I can't. I can't pray for wins. Now I'm getting greedy. <laughs> All right, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go, I'll go. <laughs> Take some of the prayer load off me. Go have gonna a couple. Have uh, you know, start. Don't start with like the World Series. Maybe, maybe I'll just. I'll, he's, I'll he's do it in here because well, you know I already built the studio in here. We can make a like a little pew, like a little church, a little shrine to yeah, to the put a little med hat yeah. on Jesus. Hope for the best. A little shrine to like. Tom Seaver or something. I can't, I can't pray for wins because it's just, you know, I'd be praying 96 times a season. Hopefully. Hopefully. If, if it's a good season. <laughs> yeah, so. Make it even 100, why don't you? So the last time we did a show, I gave you the over-under on how many games would be played. Not as not, not very fun, right? It was a pessimistic time. We were worried. How about this? Over-under on how many wins the Mets have because now we can actually realistically discuss the team without having to say, well, if there's a season. Because there will be a season. So are you setting the number or am I setting the number? Yeah, I'll give you a number. Because uh, I got my I think, number in my head. Well, I know what the Vegas number is. You know what the Vegas number is? No. It's, 90, have, it's 92. Okay. I was going to say 91. Okay. So that was going to be my over-under It number. might be 92 and a half, but we'll call it 92. I think we're right on the cusp of there. I think that's a push. I agree. I think they're right there. And you know what's crazy? 92 is a good year. I don't know if it's good enough to win the division. I think, I think give or take two games of that. It's yeah. real. We're right there, I think. Mm-hmm. Is that good enough to win the division, though? Last year it would have been, but maybe not this year. Because the Braves won with like 89 games, something like that. They got hot late. Hot late. But it was like 89 games. They didn't win 90 games, I don't think. Mm, I don't think so either. Just a matter of getting hot at the right time. They were They kind of just like, you know cruise through the and the rest of the division was banged up and injured too i mean you got to imagine that the division's better now look at what the phillies have done bringing in castellanos even the marlins got a little bit better bringing in jory soler their pitching seems to be back healthy sandy alcantara very good pitcher when he's healthy but the mets got head and heels over better on paper the mets got probably the most improvements in major league baseball this year i don't think any team improved more than the mets this offseason just looking at it in the scope of this one on paper. On paper, correct. I mean, you bring in probably the best pitcher in baseball behind the one that you already have. Right there, that should account for an extra 10 wins, you would think. Yeah, Marte. Marte is an excellent player. Speed. Has a little bit of pop. High average. We got Robbie Cano back. Yeah, I'm not. I, listen, <laughs> my, my thought process with Robbie Cano is, is just basically this. Whatever he gives me, great. I have... No expectations can, for Robbie. Yeah, you can DH him. Yeah. Someone to use. Play him second base every, body. every once in a while. I I just have no expectations for him. Maybe it's because I haven't seen him in a year. Maybe it's because it was one of the worst trades ever, <laughs> despite the fact that Jared Kalenic has not quite panned out yet. And to think like last year was almost like a recovery year from the shortened COVID season. All right. You know, because... So much of playing baseball is like a rhythm thing. And right. So some of these guys, that was like the first year that they were, you know, thrown off by that rhythm. Yeah. So well, I, I, I see mean, last year as sort of a recovery year. So I think I think we'll uh, be leaps and bounds better than last year. 
Well, I feel like we say the same thing with the Mets all the time. The key, and again in this season, the key to them will be health. If Jacob DeGrom and Max Scherzer make 35 starts each, and Chris Bassett, I'll throw him in there. If they all make 35 starts each, there is no reason that this team can't win the division. None. It's just a matter of if Jacob DeGrom is going to stay healthy. I have confidence that Scherzer will stay healthy. And Knock Rich on wood. stays on his church routine. Then you know. Uh, listen, health. I think I can. I can pray for health. That's that's a good one. That's fair. That's a good one to it's, pray for. It's, Usually it's the health of my loved ones, but if I, I have can, to pray for Max and Jake to be healthy, I'll do that too. <laughs> Pray for elbows and knees and UCLs joints. and all kinds of hammies and quads. Yep. Yep. They have those their own prayers or just uh You mean like a you gonna do a blanket. A hammy prayer? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, you're gonna do like a blanket. Nah, just a blanket one. Okay. Just an overall, you know. By the way, you know, you say you say what you got. My you know, family, this, that, the other thing. By the way, look after Jake's elbow. <laughs> 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 just just Keep an eye on the elbow. Make sure it's not getting too uh, father, father. Uh, too Jake's wear and tear. A velocity this late in the season. Yeah, I need you to just keep an eye on that. Supposedly he's toning it back a little this year. He knows that he shouldn't be hitting one hundred two so. well, at thirty five. Hopefully not carrying the whole team anymore either. Well, he shouldn't be. Not with Scherzer. One thing I'm upset about is we're not going to see him with a bat in his hands. Well, maybe as like an extra innings game pinch hitter. Doubt it. Doubt it. I'm not that upset about it either. I like seeing Jake hit. I like yeah. seeing pitchers hit. Aren't you just a little bit worried, though, that he's going to wear one in the elbow? It's part of the game. It is part of the game. Well, not anymore, it's not. It was part so. of the game. I like seeing pitchers hit. Looks like they're bringing back that like dopey those, uh, extra inning rule. Bartolo. Oh, cats. Pause for the garage. That might have been the sound that Kobe, Kobe used. He pulled it from an episode. Yeah. Right. I think it's a push. I agree. 92. Push. Anything more than 92 is gravy. That's a good year. Yeah. When you're creeping towards 100 wins, you're having a good year. Yeah, because like, say you win 92, 93 games. Even if you, even if the Phillies or somebody ekes us out and wins 94, you're you're right there for the wild card. Yeah, but you're only guaranteed one game then, right? Yeah, but so, you, you got to play it to get in, right? A little bit worrisome. See, we are in a garage, and whoever just opened their garage is like. Is that Kesha? Bumping music, you know, in their radio. Pretty nice. It's a little Kesha. A little uh, slap and tickle. You like that one, don't you? <laughs> I did like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that from episode one, yeah. Um, 92, Jake stays healthy. I'll say 95. Okay. Only because I'm being optimistic. Very optimistic. He was at church today. I was. 95 wins. 95 wins. I'll take that all day. I'm a little worried about the bullpen. I'll say that. Nothing. It's not all. Well, and the health overall of everyone. Yeah, of course. But I think the bullpen has some holes. As it has for the last three years, four years. We got a one-run lead. You comfortable bringing Edwin Diaz? No. No, you're not. We got a two-run lead. You comfortable having Trevor May in the eighth inning? No. No. You comfortable with Miguel Castro coming in in a three-run lead? Nope. No. And therein lies the problem. So what you're saying is we need a four-run lead. A four-run lead in Josh Hader. <laughs> <laughs> then I might feel okay. But even then, I'm probably, you know. I'm, I, every time the starter comes out of the game and we have, like, a one-run lead, I'm convinced that they will end up losing the game. That is just the way that my brain has been programmed. If we have a one-run lead in the seventh inning and the starter's out of the game, I'm convinced we're losing. Pretty much. 
Right. If the, if the, the starter doesn't throw eight innings. Right. And then Edwin Diaz strikes out the side in the ninth inning, and I'm like, damn, nicely done. He's good. <laughs> but then the next night. He loads the bases. He loads the bases. He's coming in. I'm like, yeah, we're going to lose. It's over. One run lead for Diaz? Come on. It's over. It's just the way you're trained to think as a Met fan is just always negative. Always negative. But somehow you're always very optimistic. Almost uh, to a fault. You know what's weird? I'm optimistic before less, the... Less now with the Mets. You've tamed, You've been more tame with the Mets, but like come jet season, you're like, oh yeah, they're 11-19. Well, I mean, but like, how can I not be optimistic about the Mets? Like, what more do they have to do to make me optimistic before they've even played a game? They went out and signed the best pitcher in baseball. They brought in probably the best mat, the best bat on the open market in Sterling Marte. They brought in Eduardo Escobar, who had 30 home runs last year. They brought in Mark Hanna, who had 25 home runs last year. What more do I have to get to be optimistic? If I can't be optimistic now, when can I possibly be optimistic? <laughs> Just sets you up for heartbreak. Yeah, of course. Like, listen, I, I'm always optimistic before the season starts, and then once it starts, I'm like, yeah, when's the other shoe going to drop? Like, when are they going to lose? Like, it's just a matter of time before something goes wrong. So, just the way I'm trained to think as a Met fan. Just the way it is. Until we get that chip, we'll be like that. By the way, I was right. Progressively colder as the show goes on. Yeah, I'm still I'm still pretty good, You're though. good. You're wearing a, you got a couple layers. Speaking of which, glad you're wearing the Jets shirt because I wanted to ask you about this. What were your thoughts on the Tyree Kill thing? I didn't think we were going to get him for a second. I know you didn't think it. I also didn't really want him. But did – okay. So why? Because Paul didn't either. Because he's looking for a gigantic contract, and he doesn't seem like a locker room guy to me. But if you're the Jets, at some point... It sounds like a sexy move, but... No, no, no. It doesn't sound like a sexy move. It's a sexy move. He's one of the best wide receivers in the game. Is he, though? And the Dolphins are better today for having him. Is he actually, though? Yes. His speed. Is he going to still be good without, you know, Kelsey and all these guys around him, Nicole Hardman and... Look, you could. Teams have tried to double team Tyreek Hill a million and one times. Extending plays to utilize that speed of his. You know, because if you don't have an offensive line and can't extend the play, that speed doesn't matter if you're going to get fucking trucked in three seconds anyway. But he he makes the team so much better. Just I don't know about so much better. Maybe a win better. A win better, Tyreek Hill. One win. So you're telling me the Dolphins only get one extra win because of Tyreek Hill? Yeah, for them, that's good. For them, that's big. Now, listen, I don't love... I think Tua stinks. Stinks. I really don't like Tua talking about Lillard. And I don't think the Dolphins do either. He could be serviceable. He, he doesn't turn the ball over as much as some other younger quarterbacks. You know? If he progresses... So then what, what are you doing? You're making the argument that he's going to do well with Tyreek Hill. So what are, what are we saying? But they're only one win better? Well, they're also looking to trade for Brady, potentially. Yeah, there's no way. There's no way. Imagine that. Sure, why not? But it, my thought process with the Jets was, at what point in all of the years that we've had that have been terrible? Terrible! I mean, like you cannot emphasize terrible enough. At what point do you start making moves to try to win? That is a move well, to you try and win. Well, you're not going to draft work because we just don't have good draft history. So well, there, it's I mean, got to be trade or free agent signings. Tyreek Hill would have been a trade. Yeah. And it would have been, what, a first-round pick? They got two of them. They got two seconds. Would have been most mostly picks, right? That was the yeah, offer so, they had and then you And then you got to give them a, a big deal. 
which the Dolphins did. You got to give him a big contract. Fair. He's one of the best wide receivers in football. Maybe. Now, would you have had the same issue had it been DK Metcalf? Mm. Is it just Tyreek Hill, or is it the fact that we have to give up stuff to get him? Like, where's wherein lies your issue with the move? Are you I, okay I if it's DK Metcalf? Like, You're not all in. I wasn't, like, all in on Tyreek Hill. Is it just because, like, you've been trained as a Jet fan to just think that we would never, ever be good? So it doesn't matter who we get? No, I just don't think he's the answer to our prayers. But you got to start somewhere. Sure. Why couldn't that have been the start? He's 28. Yeah, that's actually old for a receiver, but... You got a, a young quarterback mm-hmm. whose top option last year was Braxton Berrios, who was very good, by the way, and deserved the contract that he got last week to come back. But you don't think that you need to give him options? Why didn't Sam Donald succeed here? There's a number of reasons. He also agreed, but one of them was that he didn't have any talent around him. Sure. You can't make the same mistake with Zach Wilson. We can't go. We can't have a new quarterback every three years. That's not okay, how it works. Every. You got to see. Receiver what, isn't the answer. And you didn't think that Tyreek was. No, I don't think he is. So then, who's the answer? Give me a give me a receiver you would want that is the answer. If it's not Tyreek, who is it? Someone like a. Who gets you excited that they could trade for? A receiver, specifically. Yes, it has to be a receiver because it's got to be the same position. It has to be a one, outside X receiver. That's. A, been around a little bit. It sounds like you're describing Tyreek Hill. <laughs> no, he's a slot guy. No, he's not. Yes, he, is. he can be, sure. With that speed, you could put him anywhere. But you could also put him in, on the outside and just have him run as fast as he can to the end See, of the... Uh, the so give me give me the guy. Without other weapons around him, I don't think he's as good. So I think he's you're got some see, options around him. I don't think you're going to see him be as good this year. With Miami. But with yeah. the Jets, I thought that there would have been some options around him. Barrios, Corey Davis, Elijah Moore. There's options. <laughs> not a Kelsey. I think it makes Cor- – oh, come on. You're just like, oh, we're, we're not going to be as good because we that, don't have the, the Chiefs roster? I like, no, we don't. big thing to do with Tyreek Hill's success. Is Kelsey. Is both the tandem of Mahomes and Kelsey. Yes. Sure. It definitely doesn't hurt to have the best quarterback in the league and the best tight end playing alongside. It makes him. you look pretty good, doesn't it? Yeah, but does that mean? But that you could say that about every single top receiver in the league. Is DK Metcalf good, or is it because he's playing with Russell Wilson? Mm, that's also debatable. Antonio Brown was great when he was playing with Ben and Juju, and he was still good in in Tampa. Yeah, playing with Tom. So with Tom. Yeah. So what you know, like. Every, and Mike Evans. Every star and Mike Evans, right. So every star player is better because they have good players around them. So wouldn't you rather keep some of those? So wouldn't you, rather, another... wouldn't you rather bring in Tyreek and see if he can make Zach Wilson better? See if he can make Corey Davis better? If Comes he can make Elijah Moore tag, better? Though. Draft picks and a lot of money. So if they draft a receiver with the pick that they would have given up for Tyreek Hill, you're going to feel more comfortable with the guy that they draft out of USC that you probably can't even name. Haven't watched one game. You would you want him over Tyreek Hill? Probably not more comfortable, but we'll also still have that cap space. And where's that money? When's the last time they signed a big free agent that worked out? Le'Veon Bell didn't work out. Didn't work out. So where where's the money going? Cap space is just a number until you spend it in the right way. 
which the Jets don't do. So I don't know what what you're fi- getting fired up you, about. But you gotta try. <laughs> you have to try. Tyreek Hill is trying. You're trying to win. They've done everything to try and lose for the last four years, and when they were trying to win before that, you would only they make still them lost. one win better. One win, Tyreek Hill. Okay, listen, you're entitled to your opinion. I disagree, but I just I don't know what you want. I don't know what what's the move that gets you excited. I asked you. You, can't, you said an ex receiver who's you can't rush the rebuilding of a football team, or in our case, building. building. It's been twenty years. The building, building. Yeah, it's been twenty years since they since they've been successful. Can't rush it. 2009, 2010, 13 years ago. It's not like basketball and even baseball. Like One player doesn't make as huge an impact. You know they have the longest playoff drought in the league right now? The longest playoff drought in the league. Okay. The Jaguars have made the playoffs sooner than the Jets have. The Browns have made the playoffs sooner than the Jets have. Okay, the but Jets you turn your nose up to Tyreek Hill. Can't rush it. They can't rush it. Yeah, so give it five more years. Five more years. It's fine. Keep the draft picks. Keep drafting guys that don't work out. Maybe the guy they draft with that pick will be Stephen Hill. I'm used Hill. to the three win seasons. It's getting yeah. comfortable. You know, I don't even I, like. I watched them for a quarter and I shut it off. I agree. I, I think that's the problem. I think that we've all just grown accustomed to losing. That we're just like we're comfortable with it now. It's like yeah, they're gonna win three games. We'll watch football season to watch every other team. We'll, you know, have NFL Red Zone queued up. Yep. Like mm-hmm. we won't watch the Jets. We'll watch everybody else because the Jets stink. Mm-hmm. That's just the way that our brains are trained now. But it's like, no, you got to try to win. Tyree Kill, try and win. I feel the same way about DK Metcalf. If you can get him, go do that. Sure. If, if as long as it's not as big of a price, I feel like it wasn't, you know, the juice has to be worth the squeeze. I got to be honest with you, DK's probably a bigger price tag because he's five years younger than Tyree Kill. He's 24. So that's probably, you're looking at like. He's probably looking for a longer stay too. longer stay and it's probably going to be like year. three premium draft picks as opposed to Tyreek Hill which was two a one and a two you're looking at probably a one and both twos or a two and a three for DK which again is which, fine with me because they don't draft well which we have more leverage in the say in there now with the DK options because I feel like Seattle's going to trade away the store everybody Drew Locke as their quarterback? Yeah. yeah. You don't need DK Metcalf there with Drew Locke. It's a they waste. And he doesn't want to be there. They're going to deal the store. Yeah. Just get rid of everybody. Come draft night. Yep. Agreed. So maybe there's another wide receiver out there for the Jets. I just... I, make a move. Go do something that shows me you're trying to win. You could spend all you want these draft picks. Use them. They And they've done it. Bless their hearts for the last five years. And how many of them have stuck? Quinn Williams... Is he good? He's good. He's solid. Solid. Right. Solid. I think that's a good word. He's solid. It's not what you want from the number three overall pick. You don't want solid. You want a pro you bowler. Want all pro. Yeah. That's what you want. Makai Becton. Good? Stunk. I don't know. Always hurt. And when he didn't hurt, he was overweight and couldn't get in a training camp. So what are we keeping the picks for? <laughs> Trade him. Bring in somebody who I know is good. Do you know Tigree Kill's good though? <laughs> I'm pretty confident that Tyree Kill is good. Yeah, I'm pretty confident. Yes. Okay. We'll, we'll, we're going to see. Yeah, we will see. I, listen, he's playing with Tua Tagovailoa, so Tua probably drops a little bit. Tua Tagovailoa. Because I think he stinks. Tagovailoa. But, but yeah, Tyree, Tyree's good. And if worst case scenario, he just 
takes away the top the opposing team's top corner because you know they got to put it on him. Who else you putting on? On the Dolphins? Yeah. yeah it's him and Waddle, and that's it. Jalen Waddle, that's it. Which so Waddle's pretty good. Waddle's decent. And that just opens up more options for Gasecki. You understand? It opens up things. That's why Kelsey's good. Maybe Kelsey's good because Hill is there. You were gonna find you out. Ever thought about that? We're gonna find out. Maybe Kelsey gets so many options and he's open all the time because they're so focused on Tyreek Hill. We're going to find out. But you didn't want to take the risk. You don't want to lose the cap space. I'm not the GM. The cap space. I wouldn't do Or the draft picks. So we could draft Stephen Hill and give $80 million to another Le'Veon Bell. Probably, he probably looked at both options and was like, yeah, I'll go to Miami. Yeah, it's beside the point. He was never picking the Jets. There was no way that was ever happening. And I knew it, as soon as the rumor came out that it was between hit the Jets and the Dolphins. No Why brainer. would anybody pick the Jets? It's no over? brainer. Yeah, it's it's no brainer. My my problem was with the fact that you and Paul didn't want him. You were just like, no, if he doesn't pick us, whatever, it's fine. I wouldn't have been mad if they did it, but I was like, yeah, that's not my yeah, I'm fine. Not your cup of tea. Yeah, yeah, all pro wide receiver. Why would it be? <laughs> <laughs> You could be upset about the Monday stress or relax and get with our crew. That's right. We can hang out, sit and talk about sports, TV and movies too. Season three. So don't yeah. be upset about the Monday stress. Come relax and get with our crew. Just two friends and some cold brew drinks catching up. Babe, you should come through to the Garage Party Podcast. Sponsor us. The Garage Party Podcast. Spotify. The Garage Party Podcast. YouTube. iTunes. The Garage Party Podcast. Maybe if Tyreek heard that, he would have picked the Jets. I think that's a swinger. No. Hmm. Maybe he said, listen, that's a banger. That's a bop. It's definitely a bop. I got to go to the home of those guys. That shit slaps. That shit slaps. You think he would come and do an interview with us in here? Kobe? (laughs) Or Tyreek Hill? (laughs) Because Kobe might be difficult to get him here. Get some uh, in-studio guests in here? Sure. You'd have to probably move the kayaks, right? Yeah. Set up another camera. A little repositioning. I think Tyreek would come in here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Imagine his Uber pulling up in like an Uber black car and pulling up to the garage door. It's like, yeah. really in a garage? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys are really, really in a garage. Really in a garage, yep. We're That's really right. in a garage, as you can hear. You see a grown man walking into a garage. And then shutting the door behind him. Shutting the door behind him. That's lit. <laughs> <laughs> Spotlights in here. Two other men waiting for him. Yeah, I'm sure he would have. Uh, he would love it. It's probably one of the nicer studios he's ever been to. Mm, probably gonna encounter some nice ones in Miami. Excited for your beers? Yeah, pretty excited. You're a Bud Light guy. You Not think... at a brewery, obviously, though. Yeah, 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 but which version of Bud Light is tastes the best to you? Is it the draft? Can or bottle? Because I know my answer. Uh, like which version of Bud Light do I prefer? It does taste different, right? Yeah, there's different ones. Yeah, I I like a can. I think the can's the best one. I like a can a lot, but most places don't give you a can. Most places give you the bottle, right? Now the draft is. I rarely get the the draft. Very rarely. In fact, if you go to a place and they say, and I say, you know, Bud Light, they'll say draft or bottle, and I'm. 100%, 100%, 10 times out of 10, getting the bottle. Not that I don't like draft. If it was there and I had to drink it, I would. See, draft, it just has to be cold. It yeah. has to be 
done right. I just which, feel like it's not the same. There's something which, about holding want, the bottle. You don't want to draft Bud Light from a, like a dive bar. But I just feel like there's something that's like, uh, what's the word? There's something special about having that can or that bottle in your hand, don't you think? It's nice. It's like a nice no, feeling. I like, I like a glass with like, you know, I, I love draft beer if it's cold and... Well, maybe it's just because, like, a Comes can right. and a bottle is associated with, like, summertime. You're out. You're doing fun stuff. You're at a game. You're at a maybe. bar. You're at, like, you know, a barbecue, something. Maybe, that, but specifically Bud Light, I think, tastes significantly better in a can. I A cold can, I agree. Like, the, one, like the ones, speaking of the kayak, the ones that we had on the kayak were, were yeah. divine. You get, like, a 24-ounce can yeah. mm-hmm. loaded with ice. Yeah. Yep. Slaps. Slaps. A little Heat. slap and tickle. We're gonna have to make that a sound. I love that. I love that. I, I've been quoting that all week. Ask Casey and like little slap and tickle. It's good stuff. Yeah, craft beer. You want you know you just want on a cold draft. That's the that's the way to go. Well, I tell you what, my move usually is at breweries. Uh, I I enjoy at a brewery when they give you the option to, to like a flight. Mm-hmm. I like those because mm-hmm. then I get to like you know try them all. And then when I'm done with the flight, you get a little slap and tickle. You get a little slap and tickle. Then when I'm done with the flight, I'll. Pick the beer that I like the most and drink that the rest of the night. It's, like it's a good move, right? Because uh, breweries are special, right? Like they make their own beer. It's almost like what's you're, this you're trying spot? like a what's chef's this spot you're going to known for. Uh, the last time I was there, I forget what it was called because they all have like crazy names, right? Like you can never really remember the yeah, name. Yeah, like of Demon Fist 5000. Yeah, Damn. right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then I'll <laughs> just put like 7.9% next to it and I'll tell you like how much alcohol is in it. But. Um, the last time I was there, I remember I had something, I, it might've been like a, like a German, not like a Kolsch, a very Kolsch, mm-hmm. not like that, but like their take on that. And it was very good. I enjoyed it. It's a Probably lager. get that tonight. It's a lager. I like lagers. I like IPAs. I, I like them all. The one thing I don't really particularly care for is dark beers, like stouts. Yeah. I'm not a stout person either. Not really a Or like those really, fan uh, of that. the sours. I'm not, the, not big on sours. Which was when we went to uh, Croxley's. Remember, I got that. Was it peanut butter? Yeah, that was just a bad. That was a stout too, right? It was terrible. That was a stout. It was peanut terrible. butter and jelly beer. Or porter. Is that like, like a porter? Porter is also a very dark beer. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what the peanut butter one was, but wasn't a fan. Could have been a porter. And actually. to be honest, everybody that tasted it wasn't a fan either. Everybody yeah. was like, "Yeah, this is." I could have terrible. told you that was not a good move. Yeah, I mean, it was just like peanut butter and beer. Oh, that sounds cool. Let me try. You know. You win some, you lose some. Yep. You live and learn. You live and learn. Episode two? Episode two, season three. We got to do more, like, two. consistent episodes. I feel like we... Uh, there was Sunday a, a works, right? Cap. Saturday or Sundays? Yeah, during during the spring and summer, yeah. There's no way I'm coming in here during the fall and winter when football's on. But, yeah. Maybe next week we'll hit the yaks. You're telling me the water's too cold. I'll I'll keep an eye. Oh yeah, you're I'll telling me I'll keep an there's eye. A, a higher chance I'm gonna be submerged when it's chilly outside. I don't, I don't want I don't want that. I'll wait. I wasn't a saying months. higher chance of submersion. I was saying no. That's what you said. You're like the submersion rate is probably higher when the water's cold. <laughs> no, that's, not, <laughs> that's, that's not what I said. I think that's literally your quote. No, I'm saying it's safer in case of a submersion because in a, in a shallower water, a it warms up faster and b it, you just stand up. But I guess I'm also you you're not swimming. But I'm also a little bit confused as to like what you mean by shallower water. We were on the Hudson River. It was definitely deeper than a foot. Very deep. Right. So what are you yeah, saying? Yeah. Like I wouldn't water? do that right now. But like the Nisiquag. Oh, all right. So yeah. Well, I have other spots. Is what I'm saying. 
I would like to do our spot, like the Hudson. I want to do that again. That was fun. Yeah, I like that yeah. spot. But that's probably like a mid-May. Croton? Croton Park. Croton? Croton? A point. Pointer Park. I think Point Park. <laughs> Croton Point Park. No the chance of that. Croton Point. Crotchtown. Crotchton. I zillowed that area a bunch, too. I like that uh, that restaurant we ate at, too. Sleepy Hollow Tavern. Bison. Yeah, that's what you had, right? Yeah. Was it bison? No, elk. Elk. It was elk. elk. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've had bison before, and I never had elk before that. Delicious. Yeah. So good. That was a good spot. So good. I'd have to get that again. The elk. And some nice houses and apartments coming up over there. That's what I was saying. I zillowed that whole area. There was a apartment building being built when we left. Mm-hmm. So I wonder where that could be at now. Maybe that's... I mean, on the Hudson River, no less than 4500 a month. My guess. That depends on size. 4500 sounds like a lot. That sounds like a New York City penthouse. On the Hudson River? 35 minutes from the city? Train right below it? Come on. No chance you walk out of there less than 45. I don't think it's 45. Might be more. Do some research. Figure it out. Episode 2. Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes. New intro. Biggest biggest uh, revelation of the day was the intro. That was the biggest was move big of the day. Big step. I thought... One small step for man, one giant leap for podcasts. Right. Leap, we were pushed by Kobe. But yeah. Just an excellent job. Shout out him. Kobe... What's the last name again? Ofi. Kobe Ofi. That's right. Or at least that's what his... Even uh, his name rolls off. The, his name even has a great... At least what name. his Fiverr account goes by. Kobe Ofi. If you need a... I can leave a, a link jingle. to his, uh, his Fiverr profile in the description. Go to him for all your jingle needs. He's your guy, Kobe Ophi. But episode two, good show today. Hopefully uh, next show we have uh, DK Metcalf or somebody on the team, somebody that replaces what would have been nice with Tyreek Hill. Or like a professional badminton player live in studio to just chat with you guys and tell you all the wonders about badminton really just chat with you because you're gonna need it for your yeah. for your boy yeah you so know. you know you're gonna have to i mean i'm excited if your son becomes like the badminton guy i mean come on i'm excited that'd be fun i would love to go to his games yeah it's big that'd be huge huge makes the olympics come on up a quick flight to japan it's very it's very possible watch him win the especially gold especially once i get this like uh you know, I'll fly this kid in from University of Texas or wherever wherever the best badminton player in the nation is. I think you're gonna have Pick to fly them a lot further than Texas. I, right, th- I think it's yeah, yeah. South Korea, Denmark. You'll find somebody. Yeah, you'll find somebody. Episode two, Garage Party Podcast. Episode two, season three. Not overall. <laughs> Gotta make sure I clarify that. Episode two. We'll be back for episode three. I don't want to give you a hard date. We gave a hard date last time and it didn't work. I'd like to say next Sunday. Well, Kobe mentioned the Monday thing in the intro, so I feel like we got to get it before He Monday. did say Mondays. That's right, yeah. So maybe we do Saturday release Monday? That's fine. Okay. Garage Party Podcast, Episode 3, coming your way next Monday. Give us something. Over. It's been locked in. Have a great day, everybody. You could be upset about the Monday stress or relax and get with our crew. We can hang out, sit and talk about sports, TV and movies too. So don't be upset about the Monday stress. Come relax and get with our crew.
Just two friends and some cold brew drinks catching up, babe. You should come through to the Garage Party Podcast. The Garage Party Podcast. The Garage Party Podcast. The Garage Party Podcast. The